morning, God's Word comes to us from the book of Revelation, Revelation chapter 5, and that is printed in our worship folder, or if you have your Bibles with you, and you may turn there at this time, we'll be reading the 14 verses of this chapter. Revelation 5, beginning at verse 1, what we hear now is God's Word. Then I saw in the right hand of him who was seated on the throne a scroll written within and on the back, sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to break its seals? And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look into it. And I began to weep loudly, because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or to look into it. And one of the elders said to me, Weep no more. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered so that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. And between the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders, I saw a lamb standing, as though it had been slain, with seven horns and with seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. And he went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who was seated on the throne. And when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each holding a harp and golden bowls of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. Then I looked, and I heard around the throne and the living creatures and the elders the voice of many angels, numbering myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain, to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them saying, to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb, be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. And the four living creatures said, Amen. The elders fell down and worshiped. Here we have the reading of God's holy word. Also printed in your bulletin this morning is Lord's Day 13. Lord's Day 13. This morning we're going to look just at question 34. So I'll read that question and answer at this time. Question 34. Why do you call him our Lord? The answer, because not with gold or silver, but with his precious blood, he has set us free from sin and from the tyranny of the devil and has bought us body and soul to be his very own. 
are continuing our study this morning of the second person of the Trinity. We've been looking at who he is for the last several weeks. We saw children, you remember his name was Jesus, meaning Savior, because he saves his people from their sins. He is called Christ, meaning anointed. He's been anointed to be our chief prophet and teacher. He is our only high priest, and he is our eternal king. And we saw that as Christians, we share in that anointing. We talked last time about the fact that he is God's son, the only eternal, natural son of God. And yet because of his sonship, we are adopted children of God. When talking about Jesus Christ as the son of God, we are focusing on his relationship to the father. This morning, we're going to talk about his relationship to us as we talk about Jesus Christ, our Lord, our ruler, our master, and the glory of his lordship. Once again, we see in the catechism the beauty and the simplicity in question answer 34. Why do you call him Lord? Because not with gold or silver, but with his precious blood, he has set me free from sin and the tyranny of the devil. He has bought us, body and soul, to be his very own. The beauty, the simplicity, and yet the glory of the lordship of Jesus Christ. To get at this understanding of his lordship, we look at a text from Revelation. And I know that uh, perhaps for many, uh, Revelation, uh, the first thing we think about is it's confusing. There are so many uh, pictures and images and symbols in this book. There are bowls, and there are seals, and there are candlesticks, and there is incense, and there's these numbers that keep appearing in different places. And they can have us say, look, it's too hard of a book to understand what it's about. But Revelation tells us very clearly. In Revelation 1, verse 1, it is a revelation of Jesus Christ. It's a revelation of Jesus Christ. And so it shouldn't surprise us that the pictures, the images are glorious because he is glorious. This morning we look at chapter 5. And particularly, we're going to look at verses 9 and 10 of this chapter. Those surrounding the Lamb are singing a new song. Verse 9. And they sang a new song saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation, and you have made them a kingdom and priests to God, and they shall reign on the earth. Worthy are you. And then we read, and I looked around the throne and the living creatures, and there was a number, a number of myriad thousands and thousands saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. Worthy is the Lamb, the one who is worthy to receive all of our praise. So this morning we're going to look at this new song. And kids, you can think about this new song as a song that has three verses to it. The first verse tells us what the Lamb did that made him so worthy. The second verse 
tells us how he did it, which is why he is worthy. And then the, the third verse, why he did what he did that makes him so worthy. What he did, how he did it, and why he did it. What did the Lamb do that made him so worthy? Look at the beginning of the song. Worthy are you to take the scroll, to open its seals, for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God. The Lamb ransomed people for God. That's why Jesus is so worthy as our Lord. He paid the ransom. Now that we know that Jesus did many wonderful things in his life, and we studied the Gospels a few years ago. He fed the multitudes. He healed the sick. He raised the dead. But more glorious than all of that was the mission he came to do. He came to ransom his people from their sins. He came to pay a ransom. For the people were enslaved. Our confession says... He bought us, body and soul, to be his very own. He bought us. He did not come to help us by ourselves. He did not come to offer that little extra push we needed to redeem ourselves. He did not come to make good people better. He came to do everything necessary to pay the full price for our sins our sins and for the sins of all of his people from every tribe and language and people and nation this morning we give our gifts for the work of missions and that that glorious purpose is being fulfilled around the globe that people from every tribe and language are hearing the gospel and are responding by the grace of Jesus Christ by the power of the spirit he came for each and every one of his people to pay the ransom price for them. And in doing so, he came to set us free. Our confession. He has set us free from sin and the tyranny of the devil. Why is he so worthy? He set us free from sin. He ransomed us from our sins and he set us free from our sin. We know that sin has a certain power over us, a power in our actions. And when we ask for forgiveness, God forgives us for those actions. But it's easy for us still to feel the guilt and the shame for what we have done. We do things that are offensive to God, and we feel guilty, and we feel ashamed of what we have done. Jesus Christ is so powerful, he not only sets us free from our sin, he sets us free from the guilt of our sin. He sets us free from the shame of our sin. We have been washed, we have been cleansed, we've been made whiter than snow, whiter than day. Not a tainted snow, whiter than snow. No guilt, no shame need remain. What a glorious blessing. This is what he did. His gracious work to free us from the power of sin, from the shame, from the guilt of sin. To set us free from the tyranny of the devil. Freed from the devil's tyranny. You see, so often when it comes to our sin, 
we so easily become enslaved and we don't even realize it. The devil comes and he says, you know, this sin, this sin will be your freedom. This sin will be your joy. If you do this, you will, you will be happy. But that sin turns around and so quickly enslaves us. Remember, the devil never, never has your best interest in mind. When he comes to tempt, when he comes to try, he says, do this and you'll enjoy it. That joy, if we can call it that, is short-lived. The devil never has your best interest in mind. He is there to use that sin to enslave you. Christ's power is greater than the power of the devil. Christ's power is greater for he can release us from the devil's tyranny. We are no longer under his power and control. Christ's power as our Lord is greater, and all of heaven rejoices in that. Again, verse 12, worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. He is worthy, for he is more powerful. He has come, and he has ransomed his people, all of his people, for himself. That's what he did, kids. He came to ransom his people. How did he do that? Well, when we talk about ransom, we're talking about paying a price. Ransom speaks about paying a price. So what does our confession say? He says, why do we call him Lord? Because not with gold or silver, as he says. Kids, when Jesus Christ came to earth, did he come with big bags of gold and silver so he could pay the price for our sins? Of course you know he did. It's not gold and silver that pays for the price of our sins. If that were the case, it might be possible for us to pay that debt. Maybe we could earn enough and, and, and have enough money. We could pay the debt to God. It's not with gold and silver. It's not even with the good works that we offer to God. It's not as if, if I do enough things, if I come to church enough, if I pray enough, if I read my Bible enough, if I give enough, if I do enough things, that somehow I can earn God's favor. It's not with gold and silver. It's not with the works that we do. No, our confession reminds us it is not with gold and silver, but with his precious blood. He has set us free. That was the cause of redemption. Look at the song, verse 9. Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God. That was the price. You were slain. By your blood you paid the price. Again, back in verse 6. The, or between the throne and the four living creatures and the elders, I saw a lamb standing as though it had been slain. The blood was shed. We remind ourselves Jesus came and he perfectly fulfilled all those Old Testament pictures and ceremonies and requirements that referred to the shedding of blood for the forgiveness of sins. 
Jesus Christ came, and it was no longer necessary to kill goats and to kill bulls and to shed blood from animal after animal after animal. And that whole sacrificial system is done away with because Jesus Christ comes. We know that blood was required to remove sin. In fact, Hebrews tells us, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. <coughs> it was not the blood of the animals. It was that which the blood of the animals looked forward to. To the shedding of the blood of the lamb. A lamb looking as though it had been slain. A lamb truly without blemish. A lamb who would offer up himself, shedding his blood for the sake of his people. The final sacrifice, the perfect sacrifice, the only sacrifice. No more killing. No more blood. For this lamb came. You were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God. That's why they sing. They sing because he has accomplished that which they could not do. They say with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. And I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that's in them saying, to him who sits on the throne and to the lamb, blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. He is worthy of our praise. Because of what he has done, because of how he has done it, through the slaying of the Lamb, through the shedding of his blood. This Lord, this one who would give up his life for our life. What did he do, children? He ransomed people for God. How did he do it? Through the shedding of his own blood. And that brings us to the third verse of the song. Why would he do it? What was the purpose? What was the purpose for him to come and to ransom people? What was the purpose that would cause him to shed his own blood? Verse 10, and you have made them a kingdom and priests to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. Jesus Christ came and did all of this, that his people might be a kingdom and might be priests unto God. Now, we talked a couple weeks ago about the priestly office that we share in Jesus Christ. We, we as priests now offer a sacrifice. Not a sacrifice of atonement. The lamb was slain. He shed the final blood. But we offer a sacrifice of praise. We offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving in the way we live our lives. This is why the ransom was paid that we might be free from the tyranny of the devil, free from our sin, and live in a way that is pleasing to God. 
live according to his law. We have been made, our text says, we've been made a kingdom. And as citizens of that kingdom, we recognize the king of the kingdom. We recognize the Lord, the one who rules over all. Not just over all of his people, but the one as Lord who rules over every part of our lives. Jesus Christ and his lordship, the fact that he is ruler, the fact that he is master, our Lord, affects everything in our life. It affects our home life. The fact that Jesus Christ is Lord affects how we as husbands love our wives. It affects how we as wives love our husbands. We do this in submission to our Lord, first of all. The one who has paid the ransom, the one who shed his blood, that we might be a kingdom and might be priests unto God, offering ourselves as living sacrifices. His lordship affects our labor, how we do our work. His lordship affects our education, how we teach our children. We instruct them in the fear of the Lord. It affects our entertainment. It affects the shows we watch on TV. It affects the books that we read. His lordship affects our recreation, how we spend our free time, how we honor God even when we are off away from our homes. His lordship affects everything we are. His lordship affects everything we do. He accomplished his purpose that we might be a kingdom under a king. We might be priests to our God and that we will reign on the earth with him forever. Right now, we belong to our Lord. Right now, he is the one <clears throat> who rules over us. He's the one who guides us. He's the one who directs us. He is our Lord. And that, that glorious truth helps us to sing that new song to the Lamb. As Revelation comes to a close, we see the Lamb again. The Lamb now in terms of a wedding banquet of the Lamb. A foretaste of that that glorious banquet we have here this morning. When we come together as God's people and we join our voices in praise to him, we have a foretaste of that final banquet, that greater banquet. When we see the lamb in all of his glory, as we gather this morning, we remembered, remembered our sin and the price that had to be paid. We remembered Jesus' glorious work. He ransomed us with his blood. And we're reminded once again on this Lord's Day that as we leave God's house, His Lordship is not only for an hour this morning and for an hour tonight, but His Lordship is over every minute of every day. How we live our lives for Him. We join in this heavenly chorus today saying with a loud voice, worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. We join in that new song, worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain 
And by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. Is your voice a part of that chorus? Do you join in singing that new song? Do you recognize what Jesus Christ has done for each and every one of his people? That all of us were sinful. All of us stood in need of that ransom we paid. Do we recognize what he has done? And, and recognizing what he did for us, then embrace him as our Savior and as our Lord, seeking by the power of the Spirit to live every day, offering our lives as living sacrifices unto him. Sacrifices of thanksgiving, of praise, as we sing our new song to the Lord. Let's join together in prayer. Our glorious God and Father in heaven, we have, in a real way, peeked into heaven tonight in your holy word. We have seen this new song sung by myriads and thousands and ten thousands. Truly, O oh God, Jesus Christ, your Son, is worthy. He is worthy of all praise and honor and glory, for he was slain, willing to give up his life, and by his blood he ransomed us, a people for you. Lord God, help us in light of what he has done, in light of his perfect and finished work, to offer ourselves as living sacrifices. You have made us a kingdom. You have made us priests unto you. Lord God, strengthen our feeble hands, strengthen our weak hearts, strengthen our desire that every day and in every part of our life we might see that reign of Jesus Christ come more fully and more completely. Hear us, O oh God, for the sake of your Son. Amen. We turn once again to our worship folder this time, number 400, number 400, shout for the blessed Jesus reigns through distant lands his triumphs spread and sinners freed from endless pains own him their savior and their head. Loud hallelujahs to the Lamb from all below and all above in lofty songs exalt his name in songs as lasting as his love. We're going to sing all five verses, number 400. Let's stand together.
receive the parting blessing of our God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Amen. Thank you.